The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Believe it or not, and how belief affects your health or creates disease. But before we get into that, I'd like to let everybody know you can catch me on my website, thehealingwhisper.com. You can also connect with me on Facebook at the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And I'd also like to put it out there that you can also catch the Healing Whisper Marianne's Garden on voiceamerica.tv. I would also like to say that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. And all of that being said, so what is belief? And well, you know, some people think of belief and faith as one and the same thing. And it certainly can be. But today, we are going to be talking about belief as what you as a person believe in. And it's not just your conscious beliefs. It is your subconscious beliefs that affect everything. Let's do a little bit of a review of where we have been going with this. We started out several weeks ago about what causes disease, what causes all disease and illness. And it was just simply this. It was stress. We've heard it. We've heard it time and time again, how stress causes disease. And I just added a bit to that in saying that all disease and illness is caused by stress. Even the Centers for Disease Control say 95% of disease is caused by stress. And Dr. Bruce Lipton, in his book, The Biology of Belief, extended it 
to say that all disease and stress was caused by stress because even that tiny 1% of truly genetic diseases was caused by stress at some point in time when that original genetic disease was the genetic code was broken that was caused by stress and so what causes stress and it's caused by an energy problem because remember everything is energy the the computer that you're looking at right now might be that you might be looking at right now is energy of course it's turned on by energy but that flat screen monitor that you can touch that you can tap with your finger that is energy that is caused by a wavelength and the different wavelengths cause matter to seem to be solid. But in actuality, if you were to be able to dial down to the smallest, tiniest particle that makes up you and me and our computer in front of us, that is energy, energy that holds it together. And this was theorized and and really proven by Einstein way back in 1905 to say that energy is everything. E equals mc squared. And the way we were created, we were created to be healthy individuals. And when there is an energy problem, caused by stress, then it manifests as many kinds of different symptoms and and signs that we call illness or disease. So what causes the energy problem? Well, it is an issue of the heart. And now, I'm not talking about that beating physical heart. I am talking about the I love you with all my heart heart. We can understand that heart because it is an emotional thing. And when we have negative emotions that then in turn cause the stress, then the stress causes the disease because of the negative emotion. And then we went on to say, well, what causes the negative emotions? And that is all about our memories. And we learned that our memories are all stored in every single cell of our body. Memories are not in our brain. We may think they're in our brain, but they're not. Some of them are, but memories are stored in every single cell of our body, which is why 
I prefer to call them cellular memories because that's what they are. And every time we have a thing happen to us, like like right now, I'm talking on Internet Radio Live, and that's a thing, and it's a memory being stored in every single cell of my body. And for me, the way that memory is being stored as a image, in fact, for every single person on this planet, memories are stored as an image, except for those few people that are blind from birth. Their current memories are not being stored from as an image. We don't know how they're being stored. And the reason I said current is because we can inherit memories. Remember, everything is energy, including the image of our memories. And we can inherit those memories simply because they're in every single cell of our body, including the sperm cell, including the egg cell. And those memories were, are inherited. Not necessarily every single memory that our parents had. Not every single memory that our grandparents had. But at least half. But we don't know which half we inherit. But we do inherit those memories. And they are images. And so this is what causes the issue of the heart, which causes the emotional stress, which causes the energy problem, which causes the illness and disease. So now why do we have those emotional problems? It's because the memory is of something that caused an emotion. And when something happens to us, that creates that emotion, it goes backwards, backwards, backwards. That's why we talked about our human hard drive, or you might call it the human antivirus program. You know, on our computers, we all have a hard drive. And if that hard drive gets infected with a virus, it makes it sick. But we humans, we have a human hard drive. And that's called the fight or flight program. And that program is triggered by a memory. And that memory sets us in to stress. Because it is the fight or flight program. And that program in the human hard drive is there to keep us safe It's there to keep us alive. And while we are safe and while we are alive, we will always have that human hard drive. And it's there. And sometimes it's got a virus. And that virus is a belief. And that is where we are going with the rest of the time with this show is about 
belief. So now, let's look back. We've got that human hard drive, that antivirus program that is there to keep us alive and to keep us safe, or known as the fight or flight program, or known as the stress response program. That is triggered by our memories. The memories are an issue of the heart. That's how we have just defined it. And when that emotion that is triggered by the memory, it it creates an energy problem. And the energy problem in turn creates the stress. And the stress in turn creates the disease. And so what we are talking about here all along is healing our disease by treating the energy problem. And how do we treat that energy problem? By treating those memories. And how do we treat those memories? We treat them by dealing with the belief. And so, the belief is what causes the trigger. We've heard it said many, many times, a person that has post-traumatic stress disorder, a very severe form of post-traumatic stress disorder, that something will trigger them. Well, the same thing happens to each and every one of us. Something will trigger an emotion that is there to keep us safe but it is also stressing it us out, and it is also causing disease. When we come back from the break, folks, we'll get into the details about this. So don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show and thanks so much for sticking with me. Today we are talking about belief and how belief affects our health. Let me start out with a little story and it's probably a story that everybody is familiar with, at least in some size, shape or form. It comes from a well-known movie called Finding Nemo, and it was an animated movie. Essentially, Nemo was a little fish that had a crippled fin. It was smaller than the other fin, and his father had the belief that Nemo would be unable to do anything normally because of this one fin. Nemo's father was really very protective of Nemo. And at some point, Nemo was beginning to resent this overprotection. Early on in the movie, Nemo decided to prove himself and he swum out to this little boat to touch the boat to prove he could do it. Unfortunately, in swimming out beyond the safe zone, Nemo got captured and was put in an aquarium many, many miles away. In the meantime, Nemo's father sets out to save his son and bring his son back. And through many, many adventures, finally, does get to the part of the ocean where he thought his son would be. As it turns out, Nemo, in the meantime, in the aquarium, in what happened to be a dental office, (laughs) organizes the rest of the fish in the aquarium, and they escape. They got out. And it wasn't because Nemo was crippled. It was because Nemo believed they could get out. He never believed that his fin was going, his crippled fin was going to cause a problem. Not in the deepest of his heart. They got out. He was reunited with his father. They got back to their home. This little story is basically about how belief helps people accomplish great things. And the self-help industry loves to tell us, if you just believe in yourself, if you just believe that you're going to make a million dollars or a billion dollars, if you just believe that you're going to be highly successful, then it's going to happen. And yes, 
for about 3% of the people, it does happen. But what about that 97% that it doesn't happen? You know, some people have spent hundreds upon thousands of dollars going to self-help seminars, listening to self-help seminars, pulling it up on their computers these days, and only about 3% of them get it and make it happen. What about those 97%? Are they bad people because they didn't get it happen? They're certainly probably guilty layering guilt upon themselves about, I didn't make it happen. There must be something wrong with me. But folks, 97% is the industry average for the self-help industry. And why is that? You know, when belief helps people accomplish great things, it also makes people fail at a great many things. And I'm sure you are like me. You've worked hard at many, many things. And it just didn't work. Something happened to make it not work. Again and again and again. And why is that? It's because of your belief. Now, belief will come in two forms. You've got the belief in your conscious mind. That belief when you look in the mirror and repeat that little mantra, whatever mantra the self-help industry told you to repeat. If you just repeat this over and over, you will make it happen. That's the conscious belief. That's the desire of what you want to believe. And then there's the other kind of belief. And this is the belief that is the belief in your heart. That's what your heart is telling you is true. That is the belief that causes the 97% failure. That is the belief that causes illness. That is the belief that is 90% below the waterline. If you remember, our beliefs of our heart, our memories, 90% of them are subconscious. We just don't remember them. I mean, a lot of them are, there's no purpose in remembering that particular belief. And one of my favorite examples is, could you tell me what you had for lunch a month ago to the day? Maybe you could if it was a very special lunch. But just an ordinary lunch, could you tell me what you had? Well, you might have this image come up into your mind of yesterday's lunch, 
but not a month ago. You might have to do some work. But actually, you could recall it because everything we see, everything that comes into our vision is recorded as a memory. But your lunch a month ago is in that subconscious memory that is 90% below the waterline. And I call it a waterline because it's like an iceberg. 10% above the water, 90% below the water. It was that 90% below the water that sunk the Titanic. It's also that 90% below the waterline that sinks a person's health. Because that is where those subconscious beliefs are stored. And it is the source of our destructive habits. And these are the memories of our heart, that 90% below the waterline. One of the perfect example, we'll get back to food since I did this illustration of eating lunch, is an eating disorder. Now, I've seen it on documentaries and all sorts of things that if a person has an anorexia type of eating disorder, they can look in the mirror and what they see in the mirror is an obese or a fat person. They don't literally see what they look like in other people's eyes. And the reason they see that fat person is they developed a belief that they were fat. They're not necessarily thinking it all the time. Well, maybe somebody with anorexia is thinking that all the time. But something triggered the anorexia. And it was the belief that they were fat. And something triggered it somewhere along the line that being thin was the way to be safe. But they never, never believed that they were thin. They look in the mirror, they see nothing but fat. That was that person's belief. And if you're listening right now, you understand that that belief about that person who has anorexia isn't true. They look in the mirror and they see a fat person even though in reality of the touching reality of that person, they are skin and bones. But they see in the mirror the fat. So their belief is not true. It is that untrue belief that is causing the disease of anorexia. It's a very simple example that that we can relate to. But how do you relate to the diseases that we always deal with? 
how do we relate to just something like our belief is causing a bad cold? How, how does that happen? And it happens because that negative belief that we are carrying, that untrue belief that we are carrying, is causing the stress, which in turn affects the immune system. And if your immune system is crippled, then you also are crippled. So let's talk about that in a little greater detail when we come back from the break. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back and thanks for sticking with me. Today we are talking about belief and how belief can either heal you or make you sick. But before we get back into that subject, I'd just like to remind everybody that you can catch me on the Healing Whisper page on Facebook as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. So belief, I was using an example just before the break about anorexia and eating disorder where the person that is suffering with anorexia has a belief about themselves that they are fat. And that is their truth, that they are fat and they are doing everything in their power to not be fat. And thus they develop an illness, a disease called anorexia in the attempt to not be fat. 
but it will never work because they believe their truth, which is really not true, is keeping them in that belief of fat, no matter how much they starve themselves. And it goes really the same way with any addiction. An addiction is really a person's way of keeping them safe. They believe if they do this action, it is what is keeping them safe. Because the pleasure of a drug addiction, the pleasure of an alcohol addiction, the pleasure of a sexual addiction is what their belief is telling them to go for because when they are getting pleasure, that's where they are safe. That's where they feel alive. And it's part of our hardwiring, folks, to feel safe just simply because we feel pleasure. And the really, the only way to break an addiction, the only way to break a negative belief is to change your belief to one that is really true. For the anorexic, change the belief that I am an ideal weight. You know, when beliefs line up with what is true, and I mean really true, things will begin working for that person. Let's say you have a belief that you don't deserve success for whatever reason you have that belief. And as soon as things start happening at work to make things more successful for you, something happens that that prevents that, say, less promotion from happening. Something comes along. Some, somebody gets the promotion instead of you. You sabotage yourself by getting sick for a very long period of time. Any of a number of things happen to prevent that success. And you just can't figure it out. Why, am, why, why, why? Why is this happening? It's because that you do have that subconscious belief, that 90% below the waterline, that you can't be successful. Or you don't deserve success. And so it really comes down to the same thing with your health. It's that your beliefs will either kill you or... They will heal you. Uh, Let's just go down a list that I have that, let's just say you have problems with the musculoskeletal system. Whatever beliefs you have in the area of self-control, 
will affect your muscular and skeletal system. So let's just say you have a belief that I don't have any self-control. But that's the subconscious belief. The conscious belief is saying, yes, I have control. I have control over myself. But you see, that conscious belief is only 10% of your belief. The rest of it, 90% of that belief, that's the belief that is really operating your system. And what about circulatory system, heart, the physical heart? That has to do with humility. And the reproductive on urinary system, that has to do with trust. And your respiratory system, that has to do with beliefs surrounding goodness. And your nervous system, your central nervous system, that has to do with beliefs surrounding kindness. And the immune system, that all has to do with patience. And peace, that has to do with your gut. How many times do you have gut problems because you're really not at peace? You're anxious. Whatever. Skin problems, that's belief around joy. And last but by no means least, the endocrine system, the hormonal system of our body, the entire endocrine system, which, by the way, operates all the other systems, if we didn't have that endocrine system, we'd be dead. That's all there is to it. What beliefs affect our hormones? It's the beliefs surrounding love. So now, where do we get these beliefs? I've talked about it on other shows, and the beliefs are come from one of three areas. Number one area that we can get our beliefs, and I'm not saying this is the number one, it is A. I'm just number one in order. Anyway, the number one is by our experiences as a small child or even as an adult when it's an extremely traumatic experience. And that can be the case with war or other traumatic experiences. And as a child, as a infant, even in the uterus, We are gaining memories and we are gaining experiences and we are gaining images from everybody around us. Up until about the age of 12, our mind is not a logical mind in the greatest sense. So something that happens to a three-year-old that the world may not consider traumatic Somehow that three-year-old interpreted it wrong and they developed the belief that they were fat. And that was not a safe place to be. The second place we can get our memories is from our generations. 
the people before us. And this is something that is inherited. It is passed down through the DNA because remember, excuse me, remember, those beliefs are because of memories. Those memories are because they are in every single cell of our body and they're stored energetically. And so we've got those beliefs from that. And the third way, it's not necessarily something that everybody will believe, but it is a source that if you believe it, it can happen. And that is from past lives. And I'll just leave it at that. So now, where do we get these beliefs? We, we get them from either our own experiences, we get them from our generational thing, or we can get them from past lives. So we all have these beliefs. We all have negative beliefs. And so now the trick is finding them. Do you know you've got a negative belief that is causing you illness or lack of success in life? So how do you find them? Well, number one is check out your feelings. Are you overreacting to something? And you might have to ask somebody around you, somebody you trust, somebody that you can say to them, am I overreacting? Please be honest. You know, a perfect example of overreacting is a person that exhibits road rage. Why did they exhibit that road rage? I don't know. Maybe somebody cut them off. Maybe somebody was driving a little too slow. Maybe somebody didn't start out at a green light fast enough. Maybe they were picking their nose in the car. Who knows? <laughs> it, it exists. And we can all agree that road rage is an overreaction. So if you find yourself being emotional about a situation, ask the people that love you or that you trust Am I overreacting? Yes or no? For the situation. The second way to determine if you are overreacting or or if you're having some hidden belief problems are your thoughts. What are your thoughts regarding that circumstance? Are they logical? So, Let's get into that in greater detail after the break. It will take too much time if I do it right now. So don't go away, folks. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. 
Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Today we are talking about beliefs and how they can make us ill. And just before the break, we were talking about finding those hidden beliefs. Because we all have them. We all have hidden beliefs, because they are in every cell of our body associated with the memory that created that negative belief. Folks, we also have positive beliefs, but it's the negative beliefs that are causing us to get ill. It's causing us to not be successful in life. And just before the break, I was saying your second thing to look at were your thoughts around a current situation. And are your thoughts logical for the current situation? And let's go back to that example of the road rage. What is logical about the thought that if I speed up and in turn block off this person or if I try to shove this person off the road, or worse yet, if I try to fight this person or pull a a weapon on them, what is logical about that thought? What is logical about the thought that that rage, that anger, that violence is going to solve the situation, whatever caused Whatever triggered that road rage, there is absolutely nothing logical about it. Now, granted, that is an extreme. But let's just say you're at work and something happens with somebody doing something that makes you angry. And what are your thoughts surrounding what that person did or didn't do? Are they logical? Chances are they're not. And there is some sort of belief about yourself 
that is causing that unlogical thought to happen. And the third way to look at if you've got hidden beliefs are your behaviors. We spoke briefly about addictions. We've spoken about rage. What are your behaviors? Are you continually doing something even though you know it's not the right thing to do? And then the fourth thing to know that you've got a hidden belief that is causing you problems is your loss of conscious control. And, and we can call this coping. Are we coping with something? And that's, that's just, you have no control. And that's the same thing that happens with the individual with road rage. They have lost. They've lost it. It's just just simply a way to put it. They've lost it. I did an analogy a few weeks ago about how these beliefs are like a splinter in your heel. And if you leave that splinter in there, it's going to cause an abscess. And you're going to start walking funny because you've got a splinter in your heel and it could cause an infection that could literally kill you or you'll just be walking funny the rest of your life and getting out of chiropractic adjustment and etc etc and our negative beliefs our untrue beliefs about ourselves it is like that splinter except that belief is a splinter in your heart the I love you with all my heart, heart. So the thing to remember is that when you have a hidden belief, a hidden negative belief, that that belief, that thing in your heart always wins out over your head. Because belief is in the heart Thought is in the head. And the heart always wins because it's 90% of our beliefs. Said shortly, you always do what you believe. And when you do what you believe, and you try not to do what you believe, then something breaks. Something breaks in our health. Something breaks in our immune system. So what's a person to do about this? Well, since we know we all have negative beliefs, since we know we have these situations, and it's part of the human condition, but, We don't have to live with it. We don't have to say, oh, it's part of the human condition, so that's the way it's going to be. No, we can heal those negative beliefs. And folks, you don't even have to know what the negative belief is. But in my opinion, the only way to heal a negative belief is through energetic modalities. And I'm talking things like yoga, 
like tapping or EFT, like Reiki, like Qigong, like Tai Chi. Those are all energetic modalities. Even hypnosis, even acupuncture can help us eliminate these negative beliefs. But they are very strong. And so you need a very strong energy to eliminate that. And in my opinion, the best way, the quickest way, the strongest way is through a method called the healing codes. And it's a very simple energetic method A little too complicated to explain in detail with what's left in time with the show. So I would recommend strongly that you go out there and you get the Healing Code book by Dr. Alex Lloyd. And it will explain it, how to do it, and then you can start healing those negative beliefs And move on in life. So speaking of Dr. Alex Lloyd, next week he will be my special guest. And he's going to be talking about love. Remember earlier in the show when I said your hormonal system, when it's being affected by stress, that's all about emotions surrounding love. You can heal all the negative beliefs in the world, but if you don't have love, just to quote or misquote from the Bible, if you don't have love, you're just like a clinging symbol. If you don't feel that you are loved, you can get love, you can love, then Nothing will work. So, get the book. Come back next week. Listen to my interview with Dr. Lloyd. Learn about love. And start healing your heart. Get that splinter out of your heart. Which leads me to my favorite quote. It is a quote from King Solomon, who lived a few thousand years ago, and he said, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. He knew your beliefs, the beliefs of your heart, everything you do, everything you feel flows from that heart. So folks, and until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.